0: Welcome to the Daily Dose, where we are currently walking through an overview of the entire Bible. Join us today as we learn the story of Scripture and see God's redemptive plan through Christ from cover to cover. Let's listen to Matt Reister, director of Christian Crusaders and the Cedar Falls Bible Conference.
1: Today we're going to be in Isaiah chapter sixty, verses one through nine. When I was leaving the house today, my wife Jen and the kids were gathered around the table. They're going through their history curriculum. And they go to school at home, the kids do, so they're using a book, I'm looking at the cover of it right now, called The World's Story Part 1, The Ancients, that covers the time period between creation and the Roman Empire. It's by a woman named Angela O'Dell. Just wanted to give that a reference before I say this. They were in their lesson today, and they were in Isaiah 60, verses 1 through 3. That's exactly where we're going to be today. I said, hey, I think I'm going to record a daily dose about this exact passage, And so that's where they're at. That's where we're at. I'm excited they get to learn world history right alongside biblical history. In fact, part of that is why we're doing this Bible overview. There are a lot of Christians who've been around the church, been around the Bible, trust Christ, but don't have a firm grasp of what's going on in biblical history and so this Bible overview is hopefully helping all of us, I know it's helping me, connect dots better than they had been connected in the past. So we can see what God is doing in the Old Testament. We can see how his redemptive plan for the world is unfolding from the very beginning to the end of the Bible. And I hope that that's happening for you as effectively as it is for me as I prepare for these devotions each day. So Isaiah verses 60 verses 1 through 9. This is on the heels of yesterday, where we learned about a Redeemer that's going to have to come to Zion. The reason the Redeemer is going to have to come is because as the Lord looked out, there was no one to intercede. You've got all this evil and wickedness and sin, and it needs to be dealt with justly and harshly because God can't be in the presence of it. But problem is there's no one to intercede. And so who's going to intercede? Well, That's where God decides to send a redeemer to Zion so that those in Jacob could turn from their transgression. Who is that? That's anyone who would put their faith and trust in Christ. He's the redeemer who's to come. And then in chapter 60, it's going to talk about what this is going to look like for the people of Israel, the future glory of the people of Israel. And that's not just the descendants of Abraham. That's anybody from outside his descendants, outside the chosen nation of Israel who puts their faith and trust in Christ. And it's going to be a glorious sight. Some of this is going to foretell days that are fulfilled in the coming of Jesus Christ. You'll hear some of that in this text. And some of it's going to foretell days that will be finally and fully fulfilled at the end of time in the new heavens and the new earth, which we hear 2,500 years after this was written haven't even experienced yet. So here we are. Chapter 61 through nine. Arise, shine for your light has come and the glory of the Lord has risen upon you for behold, darkness shall cover the earth and thick darkness, the peoples, but the Lord will arise upon you and his glory will be seen upon you and nations shall come to your light and Kings to the brightness of your rising. This talk about light and darkness Reminds me of John chapter one, where John starts off his book by saying that the word became flesh, Jesus Christ, the word became flesh and dwelt among us and the darkness in in him was the light of life and the darkness has not overcome it. So Jesus himself is the light of the world. Jesus himself is the light of life and the darkness has not overcome it. That's what is going to happen here. The nations will be drawn to this light and kings to the brightness of your rising. Lift up your eyes all around and see they all gather together. They come to you. Your sons shall come from afar and your daughters shall be carried on the hip. Then you shall see and be radiant. Your heart shall thrill and exult because the abundance of the sea shall be turned to you. The wealth of the nations shall come to you. A multitude of camels shall cover you. The young camels of Midian and Ephah, all those from Sheba shall come. Midian and Ephah and Sheba, by the way, are descendants of Abraham who are not part of the promise. They are not part of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, but they're descendants of Abraham through other mothers, and they are outsiders. They're not part of Israel. But what this is foretelling is that there will be people from all nations who come to Israel. The people of Israel, the redeemed ones of God who have put their faith and trust in Christ. These are going to be people from every tribe, tongue, and nation who come to put their faith in Christ. We've talked about this many times that the plan of God's redemption is to include representatives from all corners of the world. And that's what's re- being referred to here. Listen to this they shall bring gold and frankincense. What's that sound like? It sounds like the wise men coming to worship the new Savior who was born, Jesus. And they shall bring good news, the praises of the Lord. All the flocks of Kadar shall be gathered to you. The rams of Naboth shall, be, shall minister to you. They shall come up with acceptance on my altar, and I will beautify my beautiful house. Who are these that fly like a cloud and like doves to their windows? For the coastlands shall hope for me, the ships of Tarshish first to bring your children from afar, then silver and gold with them. For the name of the Lord your God and for the Holy One of Israel, because he has made you beautiful. Well, this is a tremendous prophecy. This is a tremendous passage. It's referring to what's going on in their specific context, because eventually They are going to be released from exile in Babylon. They're going to be able to go back to Jerusalem, rebuild the temple, rebuild the wall, and to a degree, they're going to be restored then. Then they're going to be restored to a much, much greater degree when Christ shows up and offers this full and final redemption through his death and resurrection. And then it will be fully and finally fulfilled in the coming of the new heavens and the new earth when time is finished and when the people of God... The people who trust Christ as the Redeemer are gathered into the holy city, the new heavens and the new earth, and that'll be a great day. So we're thankful for Isaiah, and we're thankful for his continual reminder to us and to the people of his day that a Redeemer is coming, that Redeemer is indeed Christ the Lord. And I hope that you trust him today. I hope that he's the centerpiece of your life. I hope that you're doing what you can with your time and your energy and your resources to help others know him as well. That's certainly what we're trying to do here at the CC podcast. And we're thankful for you walking with us in that. Lord, continue to bless us, continue to guide us so that we know what we're supposed to do in our sphere of influence to make your name known. And we ask it in Jesus name. Amen.
0: The Daily Dose is a partnership between four ministries,